Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. I hope you all are having a blessed day. Before we get started, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for loving us and taking care of us. Most of all, we thank you for saving our soul. Father God, we ask you to help us to understand your word, Father God. Every day we say that we want to be not just doers, but hearers. But Father God, we truly mean that. We, we really mean that we want to understand your word. We want it to become a part of us. So Father God, help us to do that. Father God, we ask you to allow the Holy Spirit, our Holy Spirit, you're welcome into this podcast. We ask you to pour out your wisdom and knowledge to us. We ask you to bless the readers of this word and the hearers of this word. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> Just like every Sunday, we have a new uh, memory verse. Memory verse of the day is Psalms 136, I mean of the week. It's Psalms 136 and 1. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Psalms 136 and 1. Verse of the day is Romans 16 and 18. Such people are not serving Christ our Lord. They're serving their own personal interests. But by smooth talk and glowing words, they deceive innocent people. Sub subject, glowing words and innocent people. Christian truths, I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it if you like. I'm not deceived. I'm serving God. I'm content. I'm beautifully, wonderfully made. When we become servants of God, we are serving the interests of God, not our own. We are able to do his will and to listen to his voice. A lot of times people that aren't serving God's will don't care if they please him or if they hear him speak. Their main agenda is to place themselves ahead. And a lot of times when we place our agenda and our, our will before God, we allow ourselves to hear him less. And for the anointing, we have to be and our anointing is placed on dormant. These people also use smooth talk and glowing words. They think the more significant their words are, the more they are heard. But the, but the Holy Spirit is saying today they are empty. Often people don't realize how empty they are until they have someone, or more importantly, God tells them that they are. Jesus told the Pharisees this one time, Matthew 23 and 25, What sorrow awaits you, teachers of religion, law, and Pharisees, hypocrites? For you are so careful to clean the outside of the cup and the dish, but inside are, are filthy, full of greed and selfish indulgence. See, Jesus sees the real us. And he sees past everything. Some of us say we want to be free or not bound down, but really we, we don't. We think saying these things are, will make God feel good, but it doesn't. We are hurting ourselves. Jesus tells them that they are hypocrites and they are only cleaning the outside, meaning they dress the part of whatever they are trying to portray. And the Holy Spirit is telling us it's enough. He's saying that don't be filled with things of this world, but be filled with him. He's saying these people don't care about our souls. They don't care about saving anyone, but they only care about their personal interests. And I have firsthand seen pastors, prophets, bishops, and such. All they want to do was fill their pockets. But God doesn't care what we have in our pockets. He cares about what's on the inside. And that's what really counts. The word of God says they honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Where is your heart? What does your life say about you? Are you clean on the outside and filled with greed? Second Corinthians eleven thirteen through 15 says this. For such people are false apostles, deceitful workers, masquerading as apostles of Christ. And no wonder for Satan himself masqueraded as an angel of light. And it's not surprising then if his servants are also masquerading as servants of righteousness. Their end will be what their actions deserves. Paul is saying here that he is not surprised that people masquerade as other things. Satan did it. He pretended to be an angel of light. He said, 
So don't be surprised when you see people do the same. It's people we talk to every day who pretend to be something they are not because they feel they need to be this way for their benefit. But there's no benefit in benefiting and masquerading and fooling the people of God. There's plenty of people in the Bible that try to trickery to get ahead, and it, it brought them the judgment of God. Joshua and Elisha's servants tried to fool them, and, and we can't fool God. People, they, they might think they are getting away with whatever it is they're doing, but my friends, they aren't. It might feel like it's been years or decades before the Lord brings forth judgment, but we must wait on God at all times. Second Kings 5 and 20 says, name is leprosy will cling to you and your descendants forever. Then Gaza went from Elisha's presence and his skin was leprous. He had became as white as snow. Joshua 9 and 22. And then Joshua summoned the, the Gibeonites and said, why did you deceive us by saying we live a long way from you while actually you live near us. Today, God is telling us not to allow people to charm us and not to allow the things of this world to charm us into thinking that it is better than him. It's not. People are always going to try to outbeat God's people because they feel we are easy targets and we aren't. But what we must do is always keep our eyes peeled for people that will use their power and words to persuade us. They can't as long as we are heeding and listening to the voice of God. God loves us and he wants us to be wise to what is being said and done at all times. Prayer, Spirit of the living God, thank you for loving us and taking care of us. Lord, every day we, we, is a new day to serve you and we ask you to help us not to fall prey to the things of this world. Help us to be wise and see past the, the manipulation that others try to put over on us, to endure whatever it is that we must do. Lord, we ask you right now to be with us and to forgive us of our sins. Lord, help us to stay obedient to you. Lord, break everything that's trying to bring us down to the flesh. Lord, release what the enemy tries to keep over us. Lord, we need more than ever to help us. We need you more than ever to help us defeat the temptations and the traps of the enemy. Today, walk with us and give us your strength in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So today's topic is glowing words and innocent people. And so many people that will befriend you just for certain things. They will do things just to get ahead, they think. And as the the two verses that we use, Joshua had these people to come to him and tell them, tell him a lie. They they told him, well, we we traveled this place and traveled this place, and really they lived right up the block from him. Elisha, um, servant Gaza, he instead of him letting the man go that had leprosy, he decided to go ask the man for money, and Elisha found out about it because he allowed the Holy Spirit to go forth and listen to the conversation because Elisha didn't leave. If you read it, Elisha didn't leave his spirit, his, his spirit that lived in him, which I'm assuming is the Holy Spirit, went and saw what he was doing. And the judgment that he got was the same thing that Naaman dealt with was leprosy. See, a lot of times you think people got away with something, but they don't tell you what they're dealing with. I've had people that do things to me, and I'm telling you this much, I won't know about it. I don't care to know about it because for me, God takes care of everything for us at the end of the day. And when we allow him to take care of everything, it's so much worse than what we can ever do. And the reason why I don't want to know because, and I know this might sound very sad to most people, but I don't like to hear anyone in pain. 
people have misused me, they have abused me, they have hurt me, they have they have told me one thing and did something else, and they hurt my feelings. And God seeks the revenge on them. And then when I hear from someone that, oh, you know, such and such is going through, oh, I didn't know such and such was going through. Because they're going through because they touched a, a child, the king. So we don't have to worry about people mishandling us and doing us wrong. And we, we need to get our revenge back because God's always going to take care of us. But these people with these charming words, they only thing they're trying to do is manipulate people because people like to hear, they like to see a certain image. And when they see someone dress well, well vocabulary, uh, degrees lined up across a mantle, or degrees lined up in their office, they're like, this person is smart. This is who I want to line up with. But really and truly, this person don't know anything. They use their flashy words, and they are they glowing words, as the Bible says, just to manipulate people. And the Bible is telling us now is that these people are going to get what that's owed to them. Jesus called these people hypocrites because he said they clean that they clean the outside of the cup in the dish, but in the inside they're filthy. He said they're full of greed and selfish indulgence. He said these people look like they're just the best people, but they're not. Inside they're dead. They're dried old bones. Can you imagine being filled with bones? You're dead on the inside. But when we're walking in the light of God, when we're putting ourselves forth and we're asking God to teach us, we're asking God to help us be compassionate, we're asking God to help us not to use what we know to manipulate people, we are walking in the light. We are filled with the light. But people that are walking in darkness, they're just nothing but filled with greed and self-indulgence. Okay? Jesus sees the real us. He sees past everything. So if you're sitting there, you're like, oh, God, I want to I, I want to do right. And I want to turn away from this temptation. I want to do this. I want to do that. And inside your mind, you can hear yourself saying, when I get through this prayer, I'm going back and do what I needed to do. Or I'm going back to, to, to do this and do that. I'm going back to my fleshly ways. I just need to let him know that I'm sorry. He knows what you're thinking. That's what he got so upset about the Israelites that they will kill these animals. They will come and do the whole shebang. And then all of a sudden, they go back to doing what they want to do because their heart wasn't in it. That's why we need to go to God and have some, have a contrite heart. Now, I'm just going to be honest with you. Now, some of us, I have, I have met people that's like this. They're like, I love doing this. I don't want to stop doing this, but I know it's wrong. Go to God and say that to him. God, I know I don't need to do this sin. But I love doing this sin. Can you help me? And he will help you see that this sin is not good for you. It's not. But we have to be ready to let go of that so we will not be filled with greed and indulgence and fleshly things. Because what people don't understand is the more you consume the bad things, that's what's going to be in the inside. When you consume the good things, that's what's going to be in the inside. When we consume the things of the spirit, we will be filled with the spirit. If we consume the things of all this kind of different music that's out there, all this kind of TV shows that's out there, all this uh, fleshly things, if you fill yourself with that, how do you expect to be filled with God when you never fill it with him? You never fill it with anything of the spirit. And that's what the Holy Spirit is telling us today. Don't be these people with these glowing words. Don't think that the people that have these glowing words and that's manipulative, that they're getting ahead. And they're not. They're not. They're not getting ahead. Second Chronicles 11, 13 through 15 says, For such people are false prophets, deceitful workers, masquerading as apostles of Christ. They're masquerading. They're pretending to be apostles of Christ. But 
in the end of the day, the only thing they worry about is how much is going into that that plate, that offering plate. How much are you sending to their cash out? How much are you you're you're sending to their their PayPal? That's what they're worried about. They're not worried about anything because they're masquerading as that. And verse 14 says, no wonder Satan himself masquerades as angel of light. So is it not surprising then if the servants also masquerade as servants of righteousness? That's what the, the Paul is saying. Don't be surprised because Satan did it. Satan masqueraded as an angel of light. And really, he was not the angel of light. He deceived Eve. He made Eve think that what she was going to do was going to be the best thing in the world. And it wasn't. And he still does that today. He makes us feel that the choices that we're going to make is going to put us ahead. And honestly, the choices that we make that are fleshly isn't. But he doesn't care. Because at the end of it, once he gets you to do what he wants to do, he's sitting back laughing. He said, I knew I could do it. I told you. But the person that he couldn't get was Job. He told he told God, he said, he said I bet if you take off your, your protection off him, I bet he turns around and, 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 and do what I want him to do. God said, go ahead and try him. And Satan went and did everything to him. And Job didn't turn. See, we have to be these people that stop allowing the world, what the world is showing us. We got to stop letting that be what we think is, is it and it's not. The, the world shows us that you need a big car and fancy home and all this money and, and you need to go on these lavish trips and, and do this and do that. That's, that's the best thing in life. That is living life. And sure, a nice vacation, sure, a nice home and a nice car, that's nice. But will I let that affect who I am? Will I let that affect my righteousness and my holy living? No. If I got to have a big house and I got to do it by being deceitful, I don't want it. If I got to do anything that's not holy and righteous to get a get money in my pocket, I don't want it. I'd rather live in a box. I'd rather live in a box than to live in a fancy home and turn my back on God just to masquerade as someone that I'm not. Where is your heart? Are you masquerading as someone of the light? Are you showing people what they you think people want to see? We got to stop doing that, people of God, friends. Because let me tell you something. I've had tons of money in my pocket. So much money, I couldn't even count it. I had it in my pocket. I had my, my big truck, my dream truck. I fixed it up. Almost $8,000 truck, $9,000 truck. It's an old truck. My dad gave it to me. I fixed it up, put almost $9,000 in it, lifting it up, putting all this stuff on it. I thought that was the the glory life going home drinking stinking drinking falling out waking up i'm I drunk at home i didn't go out didn't know how did i get on the floor I, I gotta get me a tequila i gotta get me my drink i thought that was living and friends it is not i was empty on the inside i was dead on the inside because i didn't have christ and some of you have slipped and fallen. You don't read your word. You don't pray. You don't meditate. You don't fast. You only call on him when you get the ticket. Oh, God, I'm about to get a ticket. This is it. Please, God, don't let him give me a ticket. Please don't let him give me a ticket. That's the only time you call on him. But we got to decide. Do we want to look like the world? Or do we want to be look like holy and righteous? Because the word says, don't be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. We got to be transformed by God. We got to be renewed by the spirit of God. And the only way to do that is to pray, is to meditate, is to soak in his presence. 
And some of us don't know nothing about soaking. Some of us don't know nothing about meditation and, and sitting in his presence and allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to us because we'd rather be out and about shopping and spending and looking for this and looking for that and being with the homeboys or homegirls and vacation. If we don't stop, we're going to have a long vacation somewhere we don't want to go. Let's look at the Bible verses today. If you have your Bible, go to 2 Peter 2 and 3. 2 Peter 2 and 3. Okay. NIV says, in their, in, in, in their greed, they will exploit you with false words. Their condemnation from long ago is not idle, and their destruction is not asleep. 2 Peter 2 and 3. It says, in their greed, they will make they will make up clever lies to get hold of your money. But God condemned them long ago, and their instruction will not be delayed. When you see someone that is chasing after this life, and they, they tricked you into maybe giving them money that they didn't need, or they do something that they don't supposed to do, it confirms what we talked about earlier, that the destruction will not be delayed. It might not be the time you want, but it will be, it's, it's coming. And when it comes, I like to think that they will know that they, this is where it's coming from. It's from them being deceitful from this person and that person. Because we cannot continue to walk this life and do things wrong and think that God's going to turn a blind eye to it. Yes, grace is plentiful. But when you're walking in the darkness, there's no grace. There's no grace. He sees when you do wrong. He sees it. But when we're walking in the light and we do something wrong, we have grace, we have mercy. Okay? Let's look at 2 Thessalonians 2 and 10. 2 Thessalonians 2 and 10. It's just a, a chapter back from, two chapters back from that. Um, Two and ten and all wicked in NIV and with all wicked deception for those who are perishing because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. Let's read it again. Second Thessalonians two and ten and with all wicked deception for those who are perishing because they refuse to love the truth and should be saved. A second Timothy two and ten um, NLT. He will use every kind of evil deception to fool those on their way to destruction because they refuse to love and accept the truth that will save them. People of the world don't want to know the truth. They rather continue to hear a lie. They can, they rather continue to live a fairy tale and continue to think that this is the way they living is right because they don't want to be told anyways. They don't want to be told that what they're doing is wrong. But let me tell you something. The truth of God is telling you today that if you're masquerading and doing the things of darkness and acting like you're you're in the light, but really you're full of darkness and really you don't have knowing good intentions and heart, judgment day is coming. Because you cannot continue to do God's people wrong. It says they even hear that because they love, they refuse to love and accept the truth that will save them. If you refuse to hear the truth that the way you're living and what you're doing is going to send you a hell, you're, you're, you're going to end up in hell. That's, that's point blank. That, that, is, that is what it's saying. That when you don't accept the truth, that the, the, accept the truth that will save them. When you refuse to accept the truth that will save, save you, you will end up in hell if you do not turn your life around. You cannot say, oh, I got one more day. 
oh, I got another day. Oh, I got another minute because another minute, another moment can change your life and you probably won't be able to get to. We don't want to take that type of type of chance in our lives, people of God. Every day, every minute we want to live right. I've I have seen people that says, Oh, I, I, I get opportunity to change. I'm I need to work on me. No. Allow God to work on you because that's the problem. You're working on yourself and that's why you're not understanding that you're filled with darkness. That's why. Stop working on yourself and allow God to do it because you can't fix what is broken. You can't fix the fleshly ways that you have. Sowing that only, sowing that's in the world that keeps everything suppressed down so long, it's, it's like a jack-in-the-box. You keep pressing it and turning it and turning it. Eventually, you're going to explode. You're not going to be able to keep that down. But what will keep that, what will change it, what will change your heart and change your mind and renew your mind is Jesus. It's Jesus. He's the best thing I could have ever done in my life is giving my life to Jesus. Not going to school, not, not getting a bachelor's degree, not doing the type of living, type of work that I'm doing, making, you know, the money that I make. That's not, that's not it. What my best decision in life is giving my life and heart to God and submitting to him every day. And every day is going to be tough. Every day is going to be a battle. But the thing is, is that we're, we have the best captain. We have the best shepherd. We lean on God and he will tell you how to manage your life. Because some of us need managing because we're masquerading as something that we're not. Hope you all have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Remember that glowing words isn't going to help you, but being righteous and living a holy life will. Remember, Jesus loved you. I love you too. Um, remember to like, subscribe, follow, and share with a friend. Thank you. Have a blessed day.